Life is messy, and trying to do it alone is gross. We are friends, coworkers, moms, driven dreamers who are in this with you, and we want to surface all the messiest parts and talk about them. Hopefully together, we can figure out how to navigate this shit. Hi, Jackie. Hi. How you doing? I'm fine. What are we talking about today? So I want you to allow me to give you... Some feedback? I'm ready. Tell me everything. Would, you, would it be okay if I yep. give you some feedback? Let's do it. Yeah. No fear. That's, that's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> those those words, feedback. Which, sh- which by the way, I can't believe it took us 19 episodes to get to feedback because the too. amount of times you and I, even between ourselves, yes. talk about this yeah. and the amount of times at work that it also comes up of this ongoing theme of how do we get better at giving feedback? How do we receive it? How do we receive the feedback? Feedback, feedback, feedback. Lots and lots of talk. Yep. Um, so we're going to tackle that one today. Both yeah. And giving and receiving. I was going to say, we're going to split it in half. So there's yep. the part of it of, and each one comes with its own set of challenges. So let's talk first about um, how to give feedback. Mm. Um, there's a million articles you can go read on this. Holly and I found like a million and was sent to each other, um, even just researching this. There are really specific things that are, you know, ongoing and you can do it every time. Like, make sure it's timely. Like, don't gather a bunch of feedback up and wait six months to give it to somebody. Um, I am probably overly immediate about feedback. <laughs> I have, I remember once I pulled Holly out of a meeting to give her some feedback yeah. that I had just heard, um, which may have been extreme, but I wanted to make sure she heard it because it affected the meeting she was in. Uh, she probably didn't even remember that happened. I don't. In my head, I'm like, wait, what was that? See, I blacked out. See? Must have been so traumatic. <laughs> but the quicker you can give feedback, the better. The other thing I have heard from a lot of people is, hey, you know, my boss gave me this feedback, but when I asked for examples, they couldn't give me any. That's another reason why waiting does not work. Yep. So if, um, let me use Holly as an example. Uh, you know, if Holly and I were in a meeting and, you know, something happened or the way she, in which she explained something I could see wasn't necessarily helping or maybe she didn't get enough context at first, if I can pull her aside afterwards, right, not in front of everybody, but pull her aside afterwards and be like, hey, real-time feedback, X, Y, and Z, did you notice this was happening? It's so much more impactful because there's actual examples. Mm-hmm. You were just in that moment. You can see what happened. You can understand, and you can sort of get that feedback. I think when you hold it and you wait even a week, two weeks, you, as a person giving the feedback, has sort of forgotten the context of what happened. And so you can't give a good example. And so the minute someone tries to give you feedback and can't give you an example, you discount the whole thing. Right. So I have, I have two book recommendations around feedback. Yep. One is Jill Scott's Radical Candor. Amazing. It's like feedback Bible. Yep. Um, she gives some, some very hard examples that were her own experience, yep. not only in how to give feedback, but what happens if you don't mm-hmm. and the concept that feedback you should view. If you are a leader, you view feedback as it is your job and a thing that helps that employee. Because if you yep. do not give the feedback to help make them better, you are just enabling whatever it is to keep happening, you're not helping them that the way to help somebody, if you really actually care, you are giving feedback even when it's hard or especially when it's hard. The other book is Brene Brown's dare to lead. She gives very um, actionable language that you can use. And I, 
And I think that half the time it's about, especially when you're just trying to, you're maybe new at leadership or you've been a leader, but you're trying to get better about feedback. Half the battle is how do I even start this? And Brene's book gives very specific language you can use to start those conversations. It's around vulnerability and having hard conversations, but I think sometimes feedback is really difficult. And so she gives the lead in language for that, which right. is an incredibly powerful tool. So those, those two books, and I also bring it up cause I'm going to reference them a lot and yep. cause that's what I use have used to try and grow my skills. And I'm like you now, Jackie, like I try and be as timely as possible with the feedback to the point that like my team now knows I'm gonna, I'm going to come at you with feedback, like, right. right. Like it's just a yeah. thing that I do. And it always starts with like, can I give you some feedback? And I do believe in the the kind of sandwiching approach of I'm going to give you some of the good. Like it shouldn't all be right negative and the stuff that's hard to hear. If I can tell you the things that were good, the things that you did that yeah. were great and whatever it was, but then I'm going to give you the okay. So now here's where yep. what I need you to work on, or here's what I saw, and here's how it comes across when you do that. So yep. let's hear. So then let's work on these things because I think yep. the other important thing about feedback is not to just like lob it at the person, but to give a, so here's what we can do to work on that. Right. Action plan. Yeah. An action plan. So two thoughts there. You had mentioned a second ago, you know, it is really imperative to like really help that person. Sometimes it's not just about helping that person. It's about helping everyone that's working with that person too. Mm, good point. Because if you don't give Holly is an amazing person and I love working with her, but let's pretend, <laughs> but that she, let's pretend that she wasn't right. And yeah. I needed to give her some hard feedback. If I am too afraid to give her that hard feedback, but it is putting a lot of pressure on the, all, the team and all her peers around her. Like, I'm sort of hurting her and everyone. Ah, oh, that's a really good point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I've had situations like that where people have come to me and said, hey, you know, I, I really like working with this person, but when they do X, Y, and Z, it's, it's really adding stress to the situation. But if I wasn't telling them, I'm not helping her or the other people. Yeah. God, I had never actually thought about it that way. Yeah. Um, but you're, you're so right, especially when you become a leader who's leading people, who's leading leaders, yeah. which, you know, I've also talked about a lot because it is a, it's a strange um, pivot to make because you do have to th- th- frame things differently. Yep. And that's a exhibit A of it, that the feedback can then become, this is not just you, me giving feedback to you. This is how then it's impacting your team. Right. Or I guess to your point, the peers, other people you might any, be working with any from other a project people. standpoint, but yeah. The other piece is, you know, when people say feedback, they always think negative. You can also give positive feedback. So Mm, if there's something that you and someone on your team have been working on, right, where maybe it hasn't been positive, but then you witness them do the thing, like they are making change, you see progress, that's just as important to pull someone aside and be like, there it is. See when you did that, how it changed the tone of the conversation or you got to the outcome you were looking to get to that you hadn't before. Like that's just as important. Yeah, which also, by the way, is important in parenting. So this is one of those yes. crossovers because I have tried to do that too with my kids when they're, they're doing, it's that reinforcement yes. of what you want to see, which feedback should also be like, right. did you know you did this great thing yep. and here was the result and good job. Yep. Yeah. The other thing they always talk about is don't make it about the person, make it about what's happening and how it's affecting other people. Right? Like, so give an example. I'll give you an example. I could tell how, again, this is not Holly, but we'll use Holly. <laughs> I could have been like, Holly, you're a real asshole in that, in that meeting. Like you could have said it nicer. Instead of saying that, I can say, 
hey, did you notice how the tone and the way you were talking about things, you didn't get sort of the attention, the focus you were looking for. You didn't get the buy-in. So I'm not saying that, Holly, you're being an asshole, which may be what people thought, but more around, hey, do you notice that the way you were acting, this is what you were getting from everybody else, which mm-hmm. wasn't what you were trying to get. Right. It's about action, right? Not the person. Right. Which is good. And for the record, Holly's not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like she's not going to say it to my face. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I would if I had to. <laughs> That's true. Actually, you would. You would. You know, you're, that would be give back. You, you, you give me that feedback now. Like you were an asshole in that meeting when you talk about it, but that's fine. Um, but I'm not as, an asshole in meetings, generally speaking. The, I want to pivot around to the language piece of it. And while I, and I, I was saying to Jackie before we started recording, like, I don't know where my books went that were like in my office once upon a time pre-COVID <laughs> and I can't find them in my garage. But I have dared to- What? So, you don't, so sending all our stuff home <laughs> and then being in random spots in our houses for two years, times, for two years, yeah. and then sort of coming back and moving offices a couple of times. You can't find yeah, stuff? And I'm like, my office has some boxes. My garage <laughs> has lots of boxes and I don't know where these books no. went. I know I kept them because- my dare to lead especially is all flagged and earmarked and dog-eared with like with yep. where she has the language and uh, because of course I procrastinate and I wait until about 30 minutes before I'm supposed to walk out the door to come here yes. and I can't find the coffee here we are but I know some of the some of the language she uses to get into these hard conversations if you are having to give feedback that is going to be difficult yep. is things like um this well this might not be a good feedback one, but like the story I tell myself, like yep. how, which yes. again, to your point is the, how are things being perceived? And does yes. the person aware of how other people might be perceiving their behavior or what they're do, whatever it was? I um, love that one. Yeah. The story I tell myself, but even. Give people an example of how that one works. Um, so say you have someone that, um, you actually think is this might be timely because we've heard a lot about like this quiet quitting phenomenon and all yep. that stuff that like you feel like is pulling back and disengaging from work instead of coming to them and saying, I feel like you're not pulling your weight mm-hmm. and I'm not like, we need to see more of you and what's going on. You instead might say, I'm going to have a conversation. The story I'm telling myself is that yep. you're disengaging a bit and you're maybe not at not feeling as connected to the work anymore. Right. Can we talk about this? And it, the whole, with all of the language that's in that book, what she's trying to do is keep the receiver yep. from going on the defensive yes. immediately because yes. um, what she calls armoring up, like is you, it's difficult to have those open conversations that are going to be hard if the lead-in language automatically puts the person on the defensive. So yes. to your point about not making it, you were an asshole in that meeting, instead making yep. it, did you notice that right. XYZ happened? Finding, and it's a, it's a skill you have, to, you have to work on. I have yes. only recently gotten better about this, and I still find myself constantly having to refresh the language or like stop in my head and like really think about how I'm going to go into that conversation before I go into it Mm -hmm. um, to have that, have the right framing so that the other person feels not like they're going to throw up that armor. So then it's a conversation, right? Not an attack. Right. Yeah. Right. So then to that end, maybe pivot around to the 
How do we receive? How do we receive? Which yep. also is a painful journey to go on. I had uh, a um, a leader who was actually really good at giving feedback, but I hadn't been used to that. Right. And when you are first going through that experience, especially as you're like growing in your career and you're like, oh my God, this feels hard yeah. and gross because it's yeah. hard to hear the things that you need to work on. However, we're type A. We want to hear all, we're amazing. I, and we got a gold white, star. Yes. <laughs> and I'm a Sagittarius. Shouldn't everyone love me? Don't it's we all get fine. trophies? What yeah. happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, our poor children. Um, the, the truth of the matter is that feedback that was hard to hear, inevitably, if I look back, it's the stuff that helped me the most. Right. It's the hardest to hear. Yes. But if you will take it and you will do something with it, it right. will help you the most. Or there's times where you feel like um, you don't always have to take all the feedback. If, if somebody gives you feedback and you're like, mm, I don't think I'm doing that. Sometimes I have... Mm, mm -hmm. Although I will say, if you look around and everybody else is the asshole, you're the asshole. Remember that one. <laughs> um, but if you know, there's been times where I have come straight off of some feedback and walked straight into Holly's office and shut the door and I'm like, can you believe this person said that? But then I also go, am I doing that? Is yes. that a thing I do? Yes. I, you have to be vulnerable enough to find your people and go, was I kind of an asshole? Like, talk to me. Be honest with me. You have to be ready for like someone that you trust that's going to be kind with you to tell you. We're kind of an I'm so glad you brought that up because you know this happened to me recently where I received some feedback that didn't it felt off to me because yep. part of it too is you have to think about who's who is giving you the feedback yes because it does make a difference and I did exactly like Jackie said I gut checked it with Jackie and um, another person I work with who I trust immensely so also just Find your people. Find your people. We've said this before on this podcast. You got to find your people that you yep. that you trust and that know you. Um, and in this scenario, it also was really helpful that it that they also know me in the working environment. And I said, "Yeah, I got this feedback, but it just I don't I don't know that it feels right." Like I I also think we we know in our guts. Sometimes you receive feedback that's hard, but it's like somewhere in your gut you know it. Somewhere you know, you're like, inside, yeah, you're I like, eh, do that. all right, you called me on it, okay. Yep. But sometimes you're going to get feedback that you're like, mm, I don't know. Like, that doesn't feel off. Now, granted, self-awareness is difficult. Yep. Everybody thinks they're self-aware. Really, only like 5% of the planet is actually self-aware, <laughs> yes. so there we go. But having, so the key to that is what you said. Like, do you have people you trust that can validate? Because yep. it could be that I came to you with that, and you were like, you know, I do kind of see it sometimes and let's talk about it. Like, yeah. and then, so that's one thing. Right. But yeah, the fact that both of you were like, no, no. And here's why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, well there's some saying that's like, you know, don't take feedback from somebody you wouldn't get advice from. Right. So mm. also consider oh, your source. Yep. Um, but there's opportunities, you know, we work in a very corporate world and, but you could do this very corporate -y or not almost like 360 type of type feedback. So then you can identify trends. And even when I've talked to, you know, friends of mine that have gotten 360 feedback and, you know, you sort of, we all love to look at a defect and how do we fix it? You look for the bigger trends. Like if there's an outlier, you're like, mm, I don't yeah. think that's really a thing. However, if four people said this, maybe this is the thing we lean into. Like yeah. you don't have to worry about this one outlier necessarily. Yeah. Well, and also gut checking a little bit. Sometimes feedback can be, um, 
when you say like consider the source, you also have to consider your own values and where you want to go because you might get feedback that you just like, you don't want to be that type of leader. Maybe it's just not inherent to who you are. And to your point, it's the per that person reflecting their own values or their own approach onto you. And so you do have to be careful about filtering that out. I'm taking pieces of it that may be applicable, but not all of it. Yeah. So I got some feedback once that I needed to be more of a stoic leader, (laughs) which there's no (laughs) fiber in my being. And I completely railed against it. But now that I look back, I think it was less about being stoic and more about how do you provide a constant for your team? And I'm a highly emotional, excited person, which could mean, hey, I'm with you guys. This sucks. Yes, and... So you didn't dismiss their feelings. Let's think about how we're gonna how we're gonna deal with it. What are we gonna do with it? Which is much more my style than pretending like it didn't happen or having zero emotion about it. So to your point, stoic meant the right thing to that person that was giving me the feedback. Yeah. But in my mind, was not who I was. Right. So how do you filter yeah. it? Which again, I think is where if you have a trusted group that you can go to to say, I got this feedback. Right. How do I even filter it? Because some of this is, it's hard to sift through that alone because, again, I made the joke about not being self-aware, but, like, we're not all self-aware. Not. And, like, how people perceive us is a thing. Yeah. And it's, and it's you you should care about how you're being perceived right. a, a bit because it can impact the influence you have. It can impact how impactful you can be as right. a leader. Um, so you have to be mindful of a little bit, but you shouldn't give it too much power. Right. So... Let me give you an example. Mm. I recently got feedback from two different people about the same topic one day apart. The first day that I heard it, I was uber defensive and felt like the feedback was potentially valid but wasn't didn't feel as supportive to me as I wanted it to feel. Whether I it should or shouldn't have been, that's how I was feeling it. Right. And so I sort of railed against it and was pissed. Okay. I mean, I'm a human too. Yes. Um I then got the same feedback about the same situation the next day. These two people I don't think had any idea. We all just happened to be in the same world together. But the way in which I got the second feedback was more conversational. And I did take a self-awareness moment. I literally had an out-of-body moment (laughs) where as I'm getting this feedback, all the same sort of defensive excuses I was coming up with the day before started coming up in my mind. And before I said them out loud, I stopped and thought, yuck, I do not like the girl that is coming up with these excuses. Like if I was in the other chair and somebody was giving, I'd be like, ooh, with all the excuses. And I immediately stopped myself and was like, what am I doing? Hold on a minute. Let me listen to this feedback. And I think the feedback was given, and in fairness, both were. I just couldn't hear it the first time. But when I heard it the second time and really took a minute to try to be self-aware and it was painful and Mm -hmm. they were not wrong, but you have to start going, okay, wait a minute. If two people are saying it back to back, I really need to listen to this. And what does that mean? And what can I do? And, you know, I, I heard it. Yeah. And, And I, I make a point when people are giving me feedback that is hard to say, I hear you. Yeah. I hear what you are saying. And I, I think that's important because people want to know, like, I'm trying to help you. Yes. Say I heard you. Right. And it is an ongoing exercise to have to, yes. to learn to do that because it is hard. Self, you know, 
Again, none of us are self-aware. And none of us like to hear things that we need to no. work on. Nobody likes to hear that. You only want to hear the unicorns and rainbows and you're amazing, yeah. here's a gold star. Um, but where things can, the most the most growth comes out of, can you actually hear and filter and understand, receive right. the feedback that's that's coming to you? One of the things I've said for a while now, at the end of one-on-ones, at the end of mid-year reviews, whatever it is, what can I be doing different and better? Mm-hmm. Which sort of opens people up. Yep. Right? Um, I heard Adam Grant one time say, instead of just leaving it open-ended like that, whatever the thing was, if you could give me a rating from one to five on how well I'm doing with X, what would you give me? Because now they've got no choice but to give, but you, to an give you an answer. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I tend to, um, I have learned when I can remember to do this. So again, work in progress trying to prompt my team that I am going to ask for, for my own feedback yep. in there, or I'm going to ask for feedback, I guess, not really like on me, but just as a leader to your point about what more yeah. could I be doing? What could I do more of less of? Am I supporting you enough? Like there's a bunch of ways to phrase that. Um, so that they're not caught off guard because I also think when people are caught off guard, you get the, everything's fine because and it's, you're like, it's not fine. Yeah, I'm not perfect I, either. Right. I'm not, I want to be able to work on. So, um, I also think if you're a leader of people and you're wanting to start to do that, starting with how could I support you better or how could I to take it away from the you as a person and more about yep. as your leader, what do you need more or less of from me Right, can help make it feel more comfortable to the person who you're managing to give yep. Right. So because then it's more about the functional things they're getting from you. It basically makes it right more about them and your working relationship together than it is a you personally as a leader. But it can be a start to opening the door to that by directional feedback. Absolutely. All right. So if you're going to give feedback, some of the things we've said are be super timely. Yes. Clear is kind. Clear is kind. Remember that. Clear is kind. Um, remember, it's not always you're giving feedback just to that person. You're probably helping that person and other people around them. Like yes. These are some things. And d- definitely go look at Brene's book on language and yeah. radical so, candor. Yeah. Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. Radical Candor by Jill Scott. Yep. Will change your life when it comes to feedback. And then receiving. Mm-hmm. Listen. Listen. Well, listen. Listen, for sure. Listen, but also... Uh, you know, don't take feedback from people you wouldn't take advice from, but go and ch- gut check that. Like if you are getting feedback, especially if you've got it maybe once or twice, go to your, tr- go to your, your trusted group. Go to your board of directors and Ask gut check them. it and filter, apply filter. Yeah. Because just, just cause someone's giving you the feedback doesn't mean you also have to take all of it to a T you need to apply who you are as a person yep. to that. Right. Um, and be open. Like, feedback mm-hmm. is a gift. It, it can be hard in the moment, but once you've filtered, once you've really listened, once you keep adjusting, like, it, it really can be helpful. Yep. So, we also hope this was helpful. Yeah. And we also love feedback. So, yes. if you want to leave us some or have ideas, we love that. Be sure you um, follow us so you get updates yep. when we... Um, it, I feel like it's always like a surprise and delight that we have launched a podcast, <laughs> a new episode, out of the blue, three months later. Um, but if you want to be surprised and delighted in your podcast feed, wherever you take them, be sure to like us and follow us and 
tell your friends. And until then, um, go and give all the good feedback and receive all the good feedback. That's right. Let's all work together to get better. Yes. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.